Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's BudPod80. PersonPod. In-person pod? It's, that's right, 80. Um, it's been long, but not too late We, Phil and Pierre yep. are finally in the same room together, at we, last. We're finally face-to-face. Phil has grown a three-foot beard. Yes. I am grey and wizened. Yeah. I'm mostly not, I'm not grey and wizened. I'm mostly just pouring sweat. I've made a mistake. Uh, went to the gym. Good for me. Had a hot shower without turning it cold at the end. Mm, yeah, thus it just sort of encouraging the flow of sweat. Yeah. Uh, through the gym experience, through the washing experience, and now just into everyday life. Yes, 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 yes. As if saying to my body, hey, do you remember how hot you were during the exercise when mm. you were really sweating? Yeah. Well, now you're enveloped by heat. I'm watching your face get shiny in real time. Like, it's, I can see it... Just get glistening and glistening. I can see the water coming out kind of the pores in real time. It's like a screensaver. Yeah. <laughs> like a magic eye picture. Yeah, yeah. I'm sweating into a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Do dolphins sweat? It'd be hard to tell, wouldn't it? They don't look very porous. You don't really... I know from doing like serious or you know, like proper swimming, not like paddling around, but like racing or like water polo, you don't realize how much you sweat and it's quite dangerous because you're in the water. So you have to hydrate a lot right, right, more right, right, than you'd right. say. Yes, yes, you sort of think, yes. but I'm in water. I'm not sweating. That's why dolphins are always thirsty. That's right. That's why they're always going, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! <laughs> that's a dry throat. <laughs> All you have to do is give a dolphin uh, some Volvic. Yeah. And they'll go, oh, that, um, thank you. Thank it's, you very much. Thank you. I will now carry you to safety. I've been asking for that for a long time. At last. Something to wet my whistle. <laughs> my whistle. Uh, it's nice to be back in person. Nice to be back in the office, Pierre. There's yes. A lot, a lot of people are not returning to the office, but we've decided uh, that <sighs> although the WFH experience does cover most of the ground of modern work life, yeah. there is just something about being in person that 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 that, that, that inspires those, those those unexpected moments of genius. Those yeah. those those um, unscheduled meets. Those uh, impromptu uh, eureka moments. And um, and that's why Pierre and I have returned to the Bud Pod, Bud Pod office. Yes, Bud Pod Towers uh, reoccupied at last. It's uh, banter by the uh, plastic plants and uh, having a chat with the receptionist and. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Office life, you know, just having a chat with your boss. Yes, Pierre's, Christmas parties. Pierre's bought a water cooler for his flat <laughs> yeah. that we stand next to. Yeah, and we gossip. Yeah, we're kind of next to next to it now because otherwise yeah. we would have we're not we have nothing we'd have nothing to say to each other. Yeah, that's it. And and well, <laughs> we've got like uh, I've put a lipstick on a bucket, and that's going to be the secretary that Phil and I will sexually harass in a non-physical but still. Uh, deplorable way because it's it's a 1980s office we've decided a lot yeah. of pinstripe um a lot of economic optimism 
Big shoulders. Big shoulders, big dreams. Big dreams, big problems. Um, unscheduled meets yeah. is a funny way uh, for a lady to talk about one-night stands. <laughs> unscheduled meets, yes. <laughs> it's also what I've called my my new butcher shop that I just opened. Yeah. Uh, your last-minute yeah. last butcher shop. <laughs> Delivery service. Yeah, that's right. We never really know what's going to come in. It's got a, a moped with a pannier full of rapidly defrosting beef. <laughs> <laughs> I did um, the other day. I, I I went to go meet a, a friend w- with the legally correct number of people and legally distanced, of course, in the park for their birthday. Uh-huh. and I made the mistake. It was on Hampstead Heath in London, where we live. And I remember thinking, well, I don't want to carry all the sort of park stuff all the way there, Phil. Mm. I don't want to have a rucksack, a, a groan and, and a bursting. With two liter bottles of soft drink, for example. Yeah, so or white I'd, lightning as you as you like. Yes, or indeed white lightning and 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 sacks of fags. Mm. So I thought I'll buy them when I'm there. I'll buy them when I'm there at the park. Well, like at the rim of the park. on the perimeter of the park. Yes, the yes. park, the PP. The PP. I'll buy it at the PP. I thought to myself, but I didn't know just how upscale Hampstead Heath was. I'd misunderestimated that. Yeah, okay. So it's not really a plastic bag kind of... Not a lot of offies around. No, no, no. Not no. of the usual London park density. The PPE is normally dense with offies. Yeah. Off licenses for our American listeners. Yeah. Liquor stores, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, oh, balls. And I, I was laughing to myself because the only shops on the street that I got off the bus on... I got off the bus mm-hmm. and I thought, great, the bus stop I have to get off at for Hampstead Heath Park, it's got shops on. And I got off the bus and looked at the shops, and uh, it was like fancy dry cleaners and estate agents, and like yeah. the only shops that sold anything consumable by the human mouth was a Costa Coffee and a very fancy butchers. And I really like the idea of showing up unscheduled meats. Unscheduled, well, that's yeah. it. Unscheduled meats branch number two uh, was there, <laughs> and I love the idea of showing up at like someone's birthday picnic in the park. With a six pack of boiling hot espressos and a load of raw beef. Happy birthday! A raw tomahawk <laughs> chop. Yes, yes. And expecting them just to chew on it <laughs> in between gulps of boiling hot coffee on a hot summer's day. It was just the least good combo of things you could bring. I thought that was great. So there wasn't even like uh, a sort of independent bottle shop or a craft, a craft ale store. There was there was stuff like that I think, on the other, the 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 perimeter of the park perimeter of Hampstead Heath for people who don't know is enormous. The PP it's a big PP. Right. If I travelled further down the PP, uh, the PP of HH. If I further if I travelled further down the the HH's PP. Yeah. I would have hit like Hampstead Heath Overground Station where there is a lot more stuff like that. There's like a Tesco or whatever. Yeah. But this was along the side near the residential area where the oligarchs live. Okay. So it was very much artisanal butcher, Costa Coffee, presumably for the guy who works at the butchers exclusively. That's <laughs> it? Yeah, it's for people who, who go into the estate agents with the same casual feeling the rest of us go into Costa. <laughs> yes. That's why the next week's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they point over the counter at full houses in London, <laughs> the way that we sort of vaguely look at like uh, sandwiches that for some reason aren't just freely available to, to touch. Uh, oh, is that... 
Has that got ham in? That kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. They buy white flats, we buy flat whites. <laughs> That's very Seinfeld. Thank you. Thank you. He <laughs> likes a bit of wordplay, Seinfeld. Yeah, he does. People underestimate. People he likes always, an old switcheroo. He likes to switcheroo. He goes, hey, you got to get up, up, up when, yeah, you're, yeah, when yeah. you're a kid. Up. Yeah, it's good. Up and down, yeah. That could be good. Flat whites. You get in the car, but you get on the train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank, what, wow. Seinfeld must be very grateful to the to the... To the small but multifarious quirks of the English language. Oh, my God. Can you imagine trying to figure out Seinfeld in German? <laughs> and just go, that is the only word for this. You have to go, okay, well, <laughs> there, yeah. there'll be no joke then, I suppose. Yeah, we're very lucky, really, English that has so many synonyms. It has some of the... Is it the most synonym... Like, it's the most syn- synonymic, synonymic whatever the word is, language. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it has, has the most synonyms. See, I was under the impression, and I still do believe this, that English has the largest vocabulary. Yeah. It, I've seen measurements that give English a vocabulary almost twice as large as second place, which is French. Right. Because of what a pirate the English language is, just yeah, taking words. English and, has all of French plus yeah, exactly, yeah. German plus. You, yeah, you could say, well, joie de vivre. That's already three we've nicked. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, je ne sais quoi, blam. Yeah, we yeah, got them yeah, yeah. in a bag, run down the road. Uh so that's why you can do a lot more sort of interesting stuff with language. Uh, it's more flexible, and you can put the verb wherever you want in the sentence, and it doesn't matter really, which yes, is not yes, true in yes. French or German. However, I got extremely bored and tried to learn the Arabic alphabet um, okay. m- months ago. That is bored. That is bored because I don't need to know it. Um, Pierre is now the uh, special envoy to the, um, to the Saudi. <laughs> To the Saudi family, um, which is pretty good as far as lockdown achievements go. It's impressive. You know, you get bored, you just fall down these rabbit holes. Um, Basically, um, have you ever had that thing where you see a sign written in like Arabic or sometimes like Russian script, Cyrillic, and you go, your mind kind of feels annoyed because your mind is used to being able to read signs. Yes. So your brain kind of goes, oh, Uh, what was that? What does that mean? You know it just means exit or whatever. Right. But it's still, you kind of go, I have that a lot. So I thought, oh, if I learn the alphabet, I won't know what any of the words mean, but I can go like, ah, mumtes or whatever. Like, right. When, yeah, when clever, to, clever boy. When I went to Japan, I learned the um, hiragana alphabet. Yeah. Um, which is basically their base phonetic alphabet. Yes. Um, and yeah, I, I looked like um, a dumb child reading signs, but it's like, Kyoto. <laughs> uh, we're in Kyoto. And, but it was it's so empowering it's so empowering yeah it makes you feel like you're you're joining in you're part of it yeah and there's enough like shops in in london which have you know extra signage in arabic or whatever so i thought oh yeah i'll do that and then i ended up apparently the way that you make a word in arabic is there's like a root we listen to him no you huh apparently the way you make a word in arabic me no i that's what i said where did we come from you said the way we make a word in Arabic. No, I said you, didn't I? You said we. Okay, well, this, this, we... Is how, this is how much you identify with the Arabic Well, language. I'm an Arab now. <laughs> I, I want to be the new Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, yeah, A patronizing yeah. Aryan with blue eyes who sort of uh, funds military expeditions. You know, yeah, Lawrence yeah. of Arabia. Anyway, apparently, like, when you, when, whenever you see the, the Arabic script, those are the consonants. Okay. The vowel sounds come from the dots. You know, the dots and the oh. additions. So, and, and you don't actually have to use the dots. As in, you don't have to write the dots? No. It should be contextually clear, if you're fluent in Arabic, that it doesn't, it's not, it, it's mumtes and not mamtees. 
Right, right, right. Which to me is insane and immediately put me off from doing any more work on learning any Arabic because I was like, that's too hard. Bonjour. I'm going to go back to my schoolboy French. This seems impossible and I hate it. But, and the only, the, only, the only bit of Arabic that needs to be written with the dots always is the Quran. Like you're not allowed to write out the Quran I without using it because yes. it has to be clear. Right. And it's very important. But apparently that means that like a collection of consonants can be like fucking 40,000 different combos of root words depending on the combination of vowels you use. So like the word for like office can also mean library, can mean like book desk or can mean bookshelf. If you don't write the vowel dots. Yeah, if you, if you, depending on how you mutate the sounds. But the right. base sounds, like the base three consonant sounds are like the same. Right. So then I saw this, this guy was explaining this on this website and he's like, so actually it's Arabic that has the biggest vocabulary because of the number of variables. Which I kind of think doesn't... But are they, they're actual words? But see, this is my question. So I think it's still English, because I think a lot of them aren't actual words yet. Yeah. Someone would go, oh, right, genitive object past tense book. That, I guess, could be this. Right. I think they might just be making it up, but I don't know. Because I stopped reading, because it seemed too complicated. And I'm lazy, and I was bored. Well, I don't think you're lazy. I mean, a lazy person wouldn't have started. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm less lazy than someone who wouldn't have started, but I'm lazier than someone who would have finished. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, yeah, I think that is, a, that is a, an honest appraisal of the situation. Yeah, I'm the Lib Dems of laziness. <laughs> I'm right there in the middle. Um, but talking of coming back to the office, Phil, something that I filled you in on yeah. before we started recording is the new Pret thing. Yeah, I was Which you couldn't believe. I couldn't believe this. Apparently, <laughs> well, this is not an advert for Pret. No. Um, but apparently they need it right now. Pierre told me that they've got a subscription now, which um, which Pierre's calling Coffee Netflix, and you can, <laughs> yes. which is the most insane idea to me. Yeah, you pay twenty pounds a month and you can get as much coffee as you like. You basically get five coffees a day, <laughs> if you want five coffees a day. But what what I like is that if you look at the terms and conditions, because you and I thought, well, it has to be one a day. Yeah, and it said, no, no, you can do this five times a day, but. There has to be a 30-minute gap. <laughs> and I just love the idea of someone going... You have like, to have a cool-down period. You have to chill coffees. the fuck out yeah. with your goddamn coffees. And I just like the idea of someone sat there tapping their watch, like, like pouring sweat, just like, 2029. Oh, God, please. And then the Pret guy just shaking his head like, come on, man. You can do it. 30. It's got to be 30. But I mean, this just goes to show just how huge the profit margins are on, on takeaway coffees. On coffee, yeah. It's, they are huge. I think they're like... The, like Starbucks has the largest profit margin of yeah. almost any shop, retailer, uh, restaurant. Yeah. Because a, a, a cup of coffee costs like f- half of a pence. Yeah, nothing. And they can sell it for two pounds. Just nothing. It's um apparently the food with the largest profit margin is popcorn. That makes sense too. Which is like, of course, because it's sold in cinemas where everything's already hiked up anyway. Yes, exactly. But also, it's just like a sack of raw grains. <laughs> <laughs> like it couldn't get any, and they're dried, so they low don't go grade, off. Yeah, low grade, yeah, low grade, inedible grains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you have to heat them up with a kind of magical machine to even get them to burst into. Air, yeah, that's right. Air. You can't. You can get the microwave bags at home, but it's not the same. So not the same. You can't. It's, you can't make it at home. Really, not really. Not really. Um, but isn't it, yeah, it is amazing that, okay, let's say you took, they are guessing that no one wants five fucking coffees a day, apart from clearly me. Yeah. Because I love feeling like a sniper is out to get me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get any writing done until I feel like there's a bomb in my chest. 
And if I don't get the word count up, it goes off. Yeah. But most people are not like me. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like if uh, Jigsaw from Saw started a, a, a motivation app. <laughs> He's trying to branch out from the torturing to motivation yeah. apps. Yeah. That little puppet is the barista. <laughs> you like having an elevated heart rate, but you never consider the working conditions of the people who made the coffee. That kind of thing. <laughs> Hipster, hipster yeah. jigsaw. I, I really like Saw when the moralizations just get really tenuous. Yeah. <laughs> His moral reasonings for his torture. Well, the puppet is like, uh, and did you know that? So, the car you drive, <laughs> is it about fossil fuels? Let me finish. No. The battery, uh, lithium ion batteries are only efficient because of their nickel content. And nickel is only mined. <laughs> this is this long pamphlet he's found. You seem to enjoy. Having a carbon footprint. <laughs> what if I replaced your foot with a diamond? <laughs> um, no, no. No. I, what? <laughs> How are you going to do that? I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm going to drug you so I have enough time to think about. Exactly. Yeah. So most people only want like two coffees, right? That's enough to make people. I have. I've now restricted myself to one a day. Yeah. If I'm if I'm like exhausted or hungover, I might have another in the afternoon, but. Like it's one a day. Otherwise, yeah. I, I, my my sh- my I, my shit gets runny. <laughs> I, I get I get tired. It makes me like, the second round will make me tired. That's the weird thing, isn't it? It's like a it's like a toggle. It's like an on you know. It's a switch on off on off. A cup of coffee is a toggle switch. So if you had a third one, ah uh, yeah, this is where the theory breaks down. Yeah. Then <laughs> I think I, I think I'm just I'm just sleepy again. It's weird that it makes people sleepy. It's definitely a response that people have to it. Like, I, I did Google it the other day to figure out why. Maybe it's like an adrenaline or stress response, because I used to get really, really sleepy two minutes before we had to go and do a rugby game at school. Yeah, I was in the changing room, and I felt like I could have passed out immediately and slept for like 10 hours. It's interesting that that quirk or gene in you has survived, because mm. surely that would have killed you back on the savannah. <gasps> oh, no, cheaters! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's when you can anticipate it. So you were thinking like, oh God, I've got to go out there and fight those cheaters. Yeah. And then you just have a nice sleep and they go away. <laughs> they get bored. They get bored. Away. They're like, where is he? <laughs> We've been prowling the mouth of this cave. Just tapping at their grass watches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with cheetah voices. <laughs> so most people probably only want two a day, right? Coffee, sure. So let's say two coffees a day yeah. for a month, let's say 30 days. Yep. So that's 60 coffees. Yep. For twenty pounds, yeah. I mean, bloody hell, thirty-three p a coffee, and they're still expecting to turn a profit. That must mean that a coffee is what, like four p. Yeah, but it, exactly. Yeah, the coffee is. Yeah, and they're they're laying off people, so they you know they're, they're boosting their margins and um, and like this, everyone wants a subscription service. This this is yeah. the new, uh, surefire business model. Um, yes. Like Microsoft Office. When I had to renew Microsoft Office. Yes, now it's... It. And now they're like, I'll get a Microsoft Office subscription. Yeah. And it's like, why do I need to... Because you'll get instant, exclusive updates. I've never used my word and gone, oh, I want a new <laughs> X. You know, it's... I, oh, if only there was a new header footer adjustment yeah. tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want more f- fine tunes on the side margin. It's like I've never wanted that. So you can choose to just buy it outright, but then like, they warn you, you, you know, you won't get our golden package. You'll lose out on 
Steve's diary. Steve is the head Microsoft Office guy, and, and it's absolute nonsense. It's a complete waste of money. I'd go, but they want oh. they want they want they want people to Netflix to start Netflixing them as well. Because that means that they can say to their shareholders, "This is guaranteed stuff flowing in every year." Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And that is more stable, I suppose. But it really fucked me off when Adobe Photoshop did that. It used to be that you just buy Photoshop and you just have it. Yeah. And now it is like a yearly subscription, monthly subscription thing for like access to a program that is sort of downloaded onto your computer. Exactly. It just yeah. seems insane to me. Mm. You go, but it lives in this box I own. Mm. Isn't that mine? And they go, no. This is what they can claim with like cloud computing. It's like, we'll hold it. We'll look after it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pay, yeah. pay, pay to rent for us to rent out uh, our little hard drive here. It just seems like everyone's dream is is for the population to be like constantly renting homeless people. I mean, fucking comedians are doing it. Yeah, you and Patreons and shit, and yeah, you know, I you can you can rent you can rent comedians and yeah, well, well, well not rent, yeah, we'll rent, yeah, yeah, yeah. paid subscription to it. Uh, this is gonna come back to bite me in the ass when uh, I, I have one. In a year, but <laughs> well, we'll we'll never put Bud Pod behind a paywall. No, we're, we're we know better than that. We know better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might put other stuff behind paywalls, but not Bud Pod. In the same way, that if you saw a man shitting in the street, you take a glance. But if there was a low wall obscuring him, you wouldn't peer over. <laughs> you wouldn't go. Oh, I got to see. What's yeah. he doing? <laughs> What's he doing over there? Like a curious dog. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Would you sign up to the pre- Are you going to be a pre- coffee subscriber? Absolutely no. I am not either. I've coffee at home. <laughs> <laughs> I've coffee at home. That's how you can afford a home. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All those. Uh... All those coffees. All those avocado uh, toasts <laughs> that you don't have. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Um... I, I don't like Pret Coffee anymore. I didn't mind it before, but now it has the weird new taste. Taste X. Does it have a new taste? To me, because of my, ner- my nerve damage I from the got old the f- Corona. I was got- oh, of course. Yeah. I have to call it Taste X, because it does- it's not actually a taste. It's nerve damage. But Taste X is a bit like the smell of burning plastic, a petroly smell. Oh, no. It's very chemically. Is there a running theme with what has Taste X? Kinda, yeah. It's sort of so. Almost all chocolate. Oh no! Yeah, not chockies. Yeah. Not chockies, mate. Don't tell me prosecco's one as well. Well, th- maybe it's tat. I haven't had prosecco since. <laughs> maybe it's tat food. I've got a tat allergy. <laughs> prosecco attacks the tat part of the nerve. <laughs> beer, beer tastes weird to you now, maybe. Um, uh, some beer smells a bit like the taste. Interesting. And doesn't it, taste like it. It is a, tat food. A can of San Miguel. Yeah. 
if I sniff the crack it open right to mm. bare cans, mm. have a little sniff. I go, oh, there's a whiff of taste X there. Yeah, sip it, fine. Mm. So uh, at dark chocolate digestives, yeah, uh, tried to eat one, had to spit it out in the sink. Really? That disgusting. Absolutely oh. disgusting. So darker chocolate seems worse. Peanuts, gross. Oh. Peanut butter, gross. Oh no. Most bacon and pork, gross. Some chicken. Oh man. Um, Which of these is the most tragic to you? Um God. Some coffee as well. Darker types of coffee. Right, so it's like, it's like bitter, rich, bitter dark, taste. Bitter co- yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe the kind of chocolate, but I, didn't, I wasn't really a sweets guy. Probably bacon, the meat. Yeah, Some meat has bacon. just got a funny aftertaste now. Some people on BBC News are saying, like, all meat tastes like petrol to me now. Like, they have huh. to go vegetarian because they don't, not because they want to, because it tastes like petrol. Fuck, it's yeah, fucked it's up. It's yeah. to, to do with proteins or something, is it? Yeah, like sort of lipids, kind of a, complex oh. animal fats, maybe. Yeah, saturates. Oh, no. It's very strange. Also, preservatives. So if I made... A chicken sandwich with mayonnaise at home. Perish the thought. Perish the thought. But imagine a terrible world where... If it yeah, came has a to chicken it, sandwich subscription, fortunately, so he doesn't have to do this. Yes. A Somalian man on a bicycle <laughs> brings me, for pennies, a series of chicken mayonnaise sandwiches <laughs> um, from his home that he's made. So, I don't have to do that. But God forbid, if I ever did, uh, like I did the other day, when the man got hit by a truck, uh, I have to make one of my own. When the man got hit by a truck? The Somalian man with my chicken mayonnaise oh, I'm sorry, sandwiches. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He got obviously run down by a truck. Very sad. He's been replaced. Yeah. Uh, so I had to make my own chicken yeah, mayonnaise sandwich. Yeah. Tasted fine. Okay. Tasted like it should taste. Right. The equivalent type of sandwich from Tesco or Pratt. Taste X. Yeah. So it's something preservatives or something they do to foods in shops. Pratt sandwiches, oh, very it, badly they, have, affected. Have, have they cooked the chicken in a way that you haven't that affects it? I don't know, but how could they? I just uh, cooked it in a standard way. Interesting. I think it's like preservatives. Well, I'm, I'm having you over for, t- for dinner this uh, this week. Yeah. I wonder if any of my food will taste like petrol. Well, it's, that's it. I mean, Phil is making peanut butter and bacon <laughs> dark chocolate stew. So <laughs> yeah. it's going to be it's a, a tough evening. Dish. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's I'll be a, eating a big bowl of petrol. It's an old Aztec uh, <laughs> yeah, stew. Yeah. yeah, jungle boar, <laughs> ground nut, and dark chocolate. Dark cocoa. Cacao. 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 Oh, man, um, that sucks. Yeah, it's very strange, though. I think it's getting better, but here's the kicker, and this is where it becomes relevant to Bud Pod. Taste X, or smell X, right, mm. is not only across all of those foods, but it's very powerfully in all my piss. So you find your piss particularly gruesome right now, as in, like, off-putting, my, my piss smells. Smelling. My piss doesn't smell like piss, it smells like Taste X. Like petrol? Yeah, chemically. Or like the the when you were at school, did anyone ever like use a lighter to like burn? You know, there's like little plastic sleeves you put documents in. There's very light thin plastic sleeves, and they've got the holes down the side, so you put them in a folder. Right. No, because I didn't go to school in the film Train Spotting, <laughs> unlike you apparently. <laughs> so basically, if you burn one of those, it's like this very because it's that very soft plastic that's not yeah. supposed to be heated up. Oh, it's horrible. very like acrid smoke. Yeah. That's kind of like Taste X. It's Oof. very chemically plasticky. Gross. So my piss smells like the piss of a man who works in a Chernobyl-style disaster. Which is bad, because when your piss smells weird, that's your body saying, you're really sick, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your piss is wrong. Or you've had asparagus, and everything's fine. Exactly. How dare you? You're very sick. That's what I said. So, But then it means that because everything now has this new aura to it, mm. 
at the same time as I piss and I go, my piss has the same weird taste as dark chocolate. Not taste, smell. <laughs> I haven't got to the point yet where I'm, oh, hang on a minute. This tastes horrible. Hang on a minute. I just keep doing it like finger to bell end to mouth. <laughs> hang on. Wait a, wait a minute. Oh, a few more tries. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> this isn't the usual delicious piss. That I... <laughs> Fresh from the tap, that is my penis. No. So if I'm doing a piss and I smell it, I go, oh, it smells like the new horrible taste of bacon. But at the same new time, horrible taste of yeah, bacon. Bacon, now with a new horrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> Try the new horrible taste of bacon. See bacon if X. you can think what it is. What is it? We don't know. Oh, man. But that means when I eat bacon, the opposite happens. And I think, well, this bacon tastes like how piss smells. So it's even more gross because your brain always tries to teach you, like, however your piss smells, don't eat things that smell like that. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah, get yeah. sick. Of course. So it's a negative, um, what's it? Loop. Feedback. Negative well, reinforcement. Re- um, yeah, attachment, association. Negative yeah, yeah. Association, negative right. association. Exactly. Right, yeah, So yeah. now there's a new smell. Like, maybe I could kind of get over it if it was just food. But because of the, the crucially feel the piss element, mm. the P.E., I have I have a taste X, which is unfortunately not as common. But mm. after, I think I've told you this after I had cockroaches in China. Yeah, I know what cockroach tastes like, and I can yes. Let's call it taste C, and taste C. <laughs> yes, um, taste C comes up from time to time. Yeah, I had in Brixton. There's a place that does uh, curry goat ramen, which is a delicious sounding dish. Ooh. And for the most part, it is delicious, but it's got taste C in it, mm-hmm. which, which is interesting. But no one else, but anyone else. Would, would not notice. Because they don't know. Because they don't know that is, that is what cockroach tastes like. And up to the point where you've had it, you could eat that and go, what an interesting taste. That's mm. kind of just at the edge of the main taste. Mm. It's just in there somewhere. That's right. Yes, exactly. So for me, this, like smoked bacon is pure taste X. It's horrific. So is the dark chocolate, um, excuse me, digestives. When it comes to like chicken or other stuff, it's like lingers there. It's a whiff. It's just there a little bit. If, like in like taste C in the curry goat ramen. If we have any chemist pod buds, yeah, who know who know the the chemical that is in dark chocolate bacon, smoky bacon, because that's more chemically. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be like nitrates. Yeah, yeah, something like this. Some sort of salty preservative that's not normal yeah. salt. Could be. And Pierre's piss. And inside my piss. If you've had access to my piss, and some of you may have. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. So where else have you detected a hint of roach? Because, like oh. you say, now you know that that's the taste of cockroaches. You can find it. That's right. There the, are only the, so many tastes. The curry goat ramen is the only one that I can remember right now, but there have been others. There have been others that have gone, oh, this tastes a bit like cockroach. You can't, you can't untaste. You can't untaste what you've tasted. It's true. The olfactory, the old, 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 olfactory memory is very strong. Once, oh God, once tasted... Twice Never shy. wasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. A moment on the lips, a lifetime in your brain. <laughs> That's what they say about cockroaches. <laughs> That's crazy. It's um. I wonder. I wonder where you'd find it more. Yes, you can't untaste things. It's sort of. It feels like a kind of um. It's like quite a puritanical metaphor for sin or something, isn't it? Like you'll always know. That's right. It's kind of there's a Greek tragedy about it. Yes, absolutely. It's what's the worst thing you remember ever tasting? Like the worst taste you've ever had in your mouth? The worst taste I've ever had in my mouth. 
how much are we including smells as taste? Because I, I didn't realize how much taste was smell until I lost smell. I, I think I think something that you put in your mouth. Okay, something I put in my mouth. Because otherwise it is, as it always is, particularly rancid dog shit. Yeah, that's pretty bad stuff. I mean, it's just, just being near that. If it's the wrong type of dog shit. It's not and, all dog shit, but sometimes, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, Whole yeah, yeah. neighborhoods can smell. That's right. And it wow. lingers. It's acrid. Um, but unless, I'm afraid to say, unless you put some unless dog shit in your mouth. I gave it a little lick. Um, um, uh, let's, oh, I don't know. Is it cockroach for you? No, it isn't. Ooh. I didn't actually mind. I ate a lot of them. I didn't really mind them. <laughs> By the seventeenth cockroach, Phil was uh, coming around. Actually, yeah, I, I kind of had too much by the end, but um, <laughs> at first uh, they're fine. <laughs> all the sh- all the cockroach chefs are going, no, no. They were waving their hands, blue, trying to shout at you in Mandarin, trying to get you to stop. And you what? And you just thumb in. They're like, you're not supposed to. No one's ever eaten this. Much. Too many. They were trying to say too many, and you were going, too, what? <laughs> just legs coming out your mouth. Uh, <laughs> um, ah, horrible taste. It's probably if I like ate something that was off. Right. Really like rancid milk, like if you glug a bunch of that without realizing. Yes, yesterday um, I, I took a tortilla chip and I I scooped up a whole load of salsa and I put it in my mouth. And I was just like, I don't remember salsa being fizzy. Yeah. And I looked at the box and it was a month ago that it expired. No. And I, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, the, fizzy hummus is is pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. When it's a, when it's become carbonated. I've never put it in my mouth. The worst thing I've ever put in my mouth, I, I can remember, was fish fat. I don't know if you've ever had like fish fat, like a a, a thick vein of fish fat. Um, and it is like if you can imagine the like fishy taste, but like bad fishy taste, concentrated, like an espresso, Ooh, and then jellied God. into a little globule. I it, like it was literally in my mouth. I want to vomit. I want to vomit now. I want to vomit. <laughs> like it was in. Uh, it was disc. I felt sick. Really? Yeah, yeah, Instant yeah. sick time? Yeah. Wow. And the other thing is cooked salmon, which I cannot eat. It makes me want to vomit. But it's not as, it wasn't as instant as a little bit of fish fat. I like cooked salmon, and I still know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. I, 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 I can't finish it. If someone gives it to me, I, mm-hmm, I have a couple of bites and I just leave it. It's the yeah. only food I will leave. I can't eat it. What, what, when did you encounter the fish fat megaglobule? I, it was in Malaysia. so I don't know if it was supposed to be in there. Um... I don't know, around teenagers? Yeah. Teenage years? I will say, because I don't know if this counts, because it's it's not like a bad taste technically, but because of my thing where I fucking hate baked beans. <laughs> like, I hate them so much. I don't know why I find it so funny that you hate baked beans. I can detect them from smell alone. I think it's like a, very much like a mouse and an elephant kind of energy, which I find yeah. funny. I mean, these tiny, yeah. this huge man little undone bean. by these tiny little, little beans. Little bean. Yeah. Don't you like the bean? And also, it's like such a child food. Uh, yeah, it's very exactly. Child. It's like it's like someone throwing up if they see a fish finger. And it's so bright and sort of cheerful in a, in a sort of it, yeah. way. And it's always, but that always made it worse as a kid when it was always like baked beans. Like it was, <laughs> and the idea that for charity someone would just cheerfully get in a cold bath full of them, which for me was like something from hell. So in a way, I always thought comic relief was a much braver thing than anyone else. Yeah, because I was yeah. like, I'd, I'd literally, I would rather swim across the channel. Then that would be easier. I, I would rather be be in, watch myself be injected by a million needles than to <laughs> <laughs> go anywhere fucking near a bath full of baked beans. But um, I think this was in the Edinburgh Fringe R.I.P. 
last <laughs> year, last year or the year before, I was in a calf, a greasy spoon, um, which for I guess for American listeners is like a closest thing we have to a diner. It's where builders go to have full English breakfasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, men, Di- a diner without the charm. Yeah, no charm in the diner. Yeah, it's it's where working men go to have tremendous hot breakfasts. Yeah, before yeah, they go yeah. do lots of work, um, and. A few hours after that, people like me go with a hangover. Yeah. So I was in one with a uh, great comedian and friend of the podcast, Ben Pope. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd ordered a bowl of fries Gosh, to go breakfast. with everything. Well, I don't know what time it was. Okay, you know, it was like f- hang- hangover days. All, the rules are out the window. You know what the fringe is like as well. Time has become immaterial. Right. And I got a bowl of fries and there was like, they hadn't cleaned the bowl properly from it having beans in. Oh, and, no. and it was the top layer of fries were fine. And then greasy spoon, greasy bowl. That's right. That's right. And then I, I had a fry that had the smallest taint of bean jus, <laughs> of bean sauce on it. And I ate it and I had to, I immediately just went, I like froze. <laughs> ben, ben thought something disastrous had occurred to me. But like froze, like your eyes just kind of reset to neutral, just staring like. Lids halfway down. It was, it was like in Full Metal Jacket when he's just staring. <laughs> Goma <laughs> Pyle is just staring down the bathroom. Yeah. And Ben was like, oh my God, what's happened? Like, like I'd remembered that I was supposed to be somewhere astonishingly important. And I just, had to, I just went, they haven't cleaned the bowl. They haven't cleaned the bowl. That is bad. That is bad from them. I was so disgusted. That is gross. That's gross. I'd find that gross. Yes, and it I'd would find that gross. Uh, like now, so it was like base level very gross, and then on top of that, the bean factor. Yeah. Which is the name of my new show. Taste B. Taste B was there exactly, <laughs> exactly. Taste B, which I abhor. I abhor beyond all things. That rancid little sauce they put on those things. Awful thin. Sweet. Stop it, Pierre. You're making me hungry. Absolutely repulsive stuff. <laughs> Taste B. But it, 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 it's the glue that holds the breakfast together. Oh, that's what God made yolk for. It's like the friend who introduced everyone. Ah, <laughs> oh, sausage. How do you know Bean? Oh, he slothered all over me. Me too, says the bacon. Oh, oh. Here comes Egg. You guys talking about how we're covered in Bean? Oh. Yeah. And they oh. make friends. Absolutely repulsive. It's a party. It's a party on a plate. Terrible. And I, Bean is the host. I have no idea who came up with it. A genius. A fool and a madman. The English breakfast you say saying it was quite recent though, right? It's a war, wartime invention, isn't it? The full English? I suppose it must be. I mean, loads of foods that are national dishes are recent because most people in most countries have just eaten like bread and vegetables and tried not to die for most of human history. <laughs> Like whenever anyone is like, it's a traditional dish, and you go, right, so it's from the 1800s. Because right, if it was right, from the 1300s, right. it would be stew, try not to die. Yes, yes, yes. We boiled these bones. Let's hope the nutrients are still in them. We found them. I mean, like, that is broth. That's, that's tonkotsu, basically. Yeah. Boiled bones. Which is why no country can claim broth, because it is a universal food of the desperate. Yeah. And then that now that we're all eating lots globally on, on average... They found clever things to do with it, like adlers of meat and noodles. That that's right, that's right. But it's all on the basis of like desperate peasants. I think the ramen the thing winter. is actually from uh, the Second World War because they they, mm. find, they 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 just invented this way of drying and preserving noodles in a pack that you could 
actually do it. Yeah. Apparently, that's true of um, carbonara. Uh-huh. I heard some sort of urban myth that carbonara was a way to appeal to the Americans who were occupying Italy. I thought it was a Roman dish for carbonara. Well, I mean, the Romans ate stuffed dormice. There's no accounting for... <laughs> uh, also snails, apparently. I was reading up on escargot. Oh, man. And yeah. I mean, that's a poor person's food, surely, but trust the French to make that an onion soup classy. <laughs> well, yeah, like uh, oysters used to be poor people's food. Of course, yeah. Lobsters were served to prisoners because they were like, look at these horrible sea bugs. Only the murderers you should have to these. boil them and you're going to eat them and yeah. they're creepy. Yeah. I think some prisoners like sued the government of Maine or somewhere because it was prisoner food. And yeah. like, it violates our human rights to feed us these disgusting spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make us eat spiders. I'm already in jail. I shit in a bucket. And now, what's for breakfast? A spider. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely a outrageous. With claws. You've a scorpion. A sea scorpion spider. You've boiled a spider, and now I have to eat it <laughs> in this prison cell. I've also eaten a spider. Well, that tastes taste it, it It's like a dusty, powdery. Yeah. It, it felt like you were eating the, the the stuffing of a cheap sofa. Yeah, apparently they are mostly just like dust. Yeah, really dusty. I have really a lot of questions stuff. for countries where they're like, mm-hmm, spiders are a delicacy. And I want to say, are they? Or yeah. have you only just recently left the jungle? That's right. It's always somewhere in the South America where they go, ah, oh, and the, the, this tribe prizes the tarantula above all foods. And you go, okay, but have they had? <laughs> yeah, have they had a burger? <laughs> have they had any bread? That's right, that's right. I don't think if they had, could have bread, they would always go for the tarantula. Maybe on birthdays. I've never looked at a tarantula and thought, ooh. I have. Yeah? They're, me- they're meaty little fuckers. If you look at them. It's all hair. There's no weight hair. to that. It's all hair. But you look at a chicken, you could go, that's all feathers. But we know better now. I Maybe- know what lies beneath. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I say to myself when I look at a chicken. I say, ah, I know what lies beneath that coat. Like it, I, I, I lick, I lick my uh, lips and I side eye the chicken. Ooh, <laughs> we all know what's under there, don't we? What's under the hood? Yeah. What's under the hood of that bird? And then I'm asked to leave the petting zoo <laughs> <laughs> for creeping everyone out. Oh yeah, that's it. I was researching escargot for a thing recently, yeah. and um, they say you know archaeologists have found uh, like shells from uh, dig sites that suggest ancient Romans, like that people have been eating snails for millennia. Yeah. But then I thought, couldn't those just be the leftover of snails? <laughs> we found some snails. So people have definitely been eating them. <laughs> <laughs> you also found, like, chairs and bowls. Did they eat those? I guess, I, guess, I mean, archaeology has, is lots of, has lots of problems that annoyed me when I did a bit of it at university, and I found it, some bits of it really annoying for exactly that reason. But I suppose they must have found a midden, what they call a midden, uh-huh. which is essentially a garbage dump. Right, right, so right. right. Be like so where all the plates hundreds were. Hundreds of shells. It'll be like yeah. way too many snail shells. For sure, 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 sure. That's certainly how they found out about a lot of how much how much more seafood cavemen ate than we thought. You'll, oh, really? Yeah, you'll find like a cave site or whatever, and there'll just be like thousands of like little shells from the sea, and you'll be like, "Wow!" What's amazing is when you find cavemen like like Stone Age sites, and they'll it'll be a bit inland, mm-hmm. not loads inland, but you know, a few miles. And they'll have fish bones from deep sea fish. Oh, maybe like after a tsunami. Well, be, but there'll be too many. It won't just be like one or two. It'll be like they consistently ate, you know, whatever, this type of trout that you have to go fishing on a boat to get. Mm. So from that you can go, well, they must have had boats. 
Right, right. This right. type of fish just doesn't live above depths of whatever. Good um, old cavemen, always, all, always underestimated. They'll surprise you. Always under. There's something mad about how long they were in caves for. It was like eighty thousand years. Yeah, eighty. Think about like us, like how much has happened in the last two thousand years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in caves doing the same thing for for eighty thousand years. Yeah. Do you think that for all those eighty thousand years, the guy in charge of the tribe was always like the the poo poo the poo pooing guy? What do you mean? Like the, the guy who's always a pessimist. All oh, right. Where you always go, perhaps a wall from wood, and they no. No, no, it would never no. work. There's already walls here. And yeah. It's a cave. What do you want? Well, it's gonna. We just have to rebuild them every year when just, the wood rots. Just sit down and eat this fish. Would you? Well, what's wrong with a deer? Yeah. What do you want to capture the deer and make them fuck for? Yeah. <laughs> you weirdo. It's mad to. I mean, it must have been pretty good. Yeah. It must well, have been all right. Maybe it was really fun. <laughs> in the cave. <laughs> Well, they always try and assess it with like the closest thing we have to Stone Age people. So, like the the, the koi or the sand in, in southern Africa, or like some of the tribes in Papua New Guinea, because mm. they lead what they think is pretty close to Stone Age existence. Yeah, and they are really healthy in some ways and really unhealthy in others. They have a lot of strokes because of all the meat they eat. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's certainly true of the um, the Inuit. But very little RSI, I'm guessing. Very little RSI. Very little. They don't need a treadmill desk. No, they. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cave is ergonomic. They don't have to wear little glasses for screen glare. Yeah, um, yeah. They're all pretty good shape. They don't get out of breath easily. <laughs> no, yeah. Lots of murder though, in yeah, Papua New Guinea. I think is, I think is the only society or like the largest society on earth where murder is the number one cause of death. Yeah, it's yeah. constant murder, or like uh, they've extrapolated the murder rate from like. Re- medieval records and in medieval times it was fucking gotham what like everywhere yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like medieval england they're like ah old nanny gubbins found in a ditch with a rock in her fucking head and yeah well the devil did it i don't know <laughs> there's no police write it down in the church and we'll hope it doesn't happen again mm. constant murder everyone's getting shivved all the time it's like the fucking lunatics who are like anarchists or <laughs> yeah. they could just get rid of the police and we'll be fine it's like We've been there before. <laughs> yeah. That's why we had to be- get here. Yeah. It basically, you end up with Shakespeare where it's like, well, of course, uh, everyone had a sword. so Everyone he, had a sword. He died in a sword fight. And the, <laughs> and the slightest insult required, required required that you try and kill them. His life would have been over if he didn't murder that man <laughs> with the enormous sword he had. Unfortunately, that man also had an enormous sword. And uh, 17 people died in the bar. <laughs> Everyone was just trying to have a pint of weird ale. Of bad beer. And the they bad died for beer. It. All they, the one joy in their lives where people empty their feces into the road. A bad beer, and it got ruined by all the swords. It's shit. Also, I really like anarchists because they're almost always the, ty- the type of person who'd be the first to get beaten to death in mm-hmm. you know, a kind of brawl. It's very rare that the guy recommending anarchy looks like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> it's so rare. It's always like quite a malnourished looking guy with a black hoodie. Yeah. And you sort of go, if it wasn't for guns, I don't think you'd recommend anarchy. Yeah. If it was just down to like physical strength instead of firearms, I don't know how much you'd be in favor of. I never, I can never drill down into how they get there. 
They just go, things would be better if it was absolute chaos. And you go, are you the Joker? I think your life have to, has to be in such a, 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 a hopeless state. Yeah. That, you, that at worst case, everyone's brought down to, to, your, to your level, level. Of suffering. Yeah. Best case scenario, by some fluke of chance, yeah. a society emerges that benefits you. A new version of life where whatever is your thing is more highly regarded. Yeah. So they go, thank God. Actually, in this new version of society, guys who jerk off in their basements is our main source of energy. We rig your wrist up to a kind of they're, pump. They're, they are the doctors of this society. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're the shamans. Yeah. <laughs> what do you see in the jizz? <laughs> <laughs> ah, in the stains on your hoodie from Cheetos and jizz, we see the very future of life itself. You're like the Oracle now, yeah? Hidden in the dark underground. Yeah, I just... Or maybe they're bored? They're all, it's just people in the suburbs, bored? Yeah, a lot of it is boredom. Yeah. They've watched um, too many movies uh, starring sort of Jason Statham or... Um, who's the Scottish guy who's always American? Oh, um... <laughs> uh... uh 300 guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the you know the his guy. name? George Clive. Butler. Butler. Um, George Butler. But- Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler and also Clive. Um, Clive Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Statham, Gerard Butler, Clive Anderson. <laughs> He's the host. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clive, um, <laughs> Clive Anderson is in a lot of improvises it. Yeah. Uh, they watch too many of that, those kind of movies, and they've gone. Well, I, I'd be like a ninja. It's kind of yeah. like zombie survival. It's people who learn the katana at home <laughs> from YouTube videos. Men who know a lot about Japan. Yeah, as discussed on possibly even the first or second episode of this podcast. It's a running theme of this podcast. Men who can speak fluent Japanese with no tangible reason to are of, they're of concern. That's a red flag. That's a red spot on white flag. <laughs> it's a big red circle in our book <laughs> I like that um, the Japanese flag when it was like the Japanese empire is still a red sun on a white flag but it's got all beams coming out that's of it. right the sunburst it's the burst sick. yeah but I like the fact that <laughs> you know that it's the scary Japan because the sun is going like it's shooting ah, out lasers yeah. it's powering up <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. something from an anime yeah it's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's like something from <laughs> It's glowing. They're going to start colonizing Manchuria again. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like the flag is from Ultraman. Yeah, yeah. It's taken its it's it's taken its next form. Yeah. This is not even my final form of Japan. <laughs> yeah, then the whole flag is red. It's just a complete red. Yeah, flag. yeah, yeah, and then a white one starts. But that's funny. I never had noticed that. Yeah, then the, the current peaceful Japan flag is just a red circle, like the beans have coming. <sighs> yeah, back in. Yeah. Like the Eye of Sauron's been extinguished. Yeah, and then and then you'll start noticing the Japanese flags got these little. It starts to grow. You go, oh, oh, like you've caught them powering up. Oh, watch out! Yeah, yeah. here they come. Yeah, scary Japan flag is uh, very sh- like a boss battle in the game. You know when the attack's coming because like, <laughs> yeah. and you have to dodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every day, every other country in Asia looks at the flag above the Japanese embassy in their capital city. It's another day of peace from Japan. Phew. (sighs) One morning they'll look and it'll look a bit stumpy and they go, oh, fuck. 
shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese ambassador is just a little taller. Kind of starting to get one of those little samurai moustaches. Yeah. yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh. What um to 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 by the way, if you hear gurgling in the background, uh listener, it's the dishwasher. The dishwasher has been mistimed. Um I would hate for you to think that me and Phil are sat here gurgling. Um Bud Pod's effect on us is profound, but it's entirely psychological. Uh <laughs> What do you think, to return to a much earlier question that I meant to ask and forgot, when I was talking about turning up at a birthday party with a load of beef, raw beef and hot coffee, Yeah. What's, park, yeah. what's the worst thing to show up with at a picnic in the park for someone's birthday? The best thing to show up with is probably enough bean bags for everyone and a load of ice-cold cans. That... Bean bags, yes, that would be wow. You'd be the hero of the park. What a day! That'd be great. What would be bad? What would be um, hot water bottles, freshly filled hot water bottles, boiling hot water bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And um, oh, I guess you like hot stuff, blanket. No, blankets will come in handy. I think if you turned up like in a full trench coat, if you turned up in like really warm clothing, yeah, 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 it would put really put people off. Yeah, a big like a big leather school shooter trench coat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you brought food, but and I reckon this would be really bad. Um, like uh, competition level spicy wings. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like thousands of whatever they are, Kelvins or whatever, however they measure. Yeah, Scoville. Yeah, like t- millions on the Scoville scale, like uh, ghost pepper fucking wings. Ghost guys pepper. tuck in, like tuck in. Ghost pepper wings. Yeah, and loads and loads of two liter bottles from other drinks that you've reused for just tap water. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just plain tap water that you filled it up, like from a big tap. Or like, like, um, like strong ginger ale, like that very gingery <laughs> one, the really spicy yeah. sort of. It looks refreshing, but and it's really spicy. There is no it's sugar pleasant. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pure ginger. <laughs> yeah, they've gone. What people want is fizz and ginger. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, is this is this an old medicine? Is this a medicine? <laughs> this yeah, is, is from back when level of ginger beer. Yeah, this is from back when this drink was this, this presented as a cure for polio. Yeah. Not for fun. How about a big tub of uh, peanut butter and just loads of spoons sticking out? Oh God! <laughs> and you're like, tug in. But also, it's that it's that really, really oily peanut butter, like cheap peanut butter. Right. Okay. You look yeah. at the back and it's like eighty percent palm oil, and you go, "Ooh." It's really you can feel it coating your really it really coats your mouth. Yeah. Really hard to get, and you have to wash it down with ginger beer. <laughs> warm ginger beer (laughs) or just like pints and pints of milk Uh, (laughs) not with the peanut butter because that's quite a good combo but it's also milk is good isn't milk good if you've had spicy wings yeah so the the milk would have to be in concert with something like um milk is actually very refreshing isn't it it's actually very hydrating milk and um (laughs) loads of like uh like sort of something with a lot of citrus in 
So there's a lot of curdling is going on. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like orange juice and milk or something. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's, it's this very citrusy food, which is oranges. Yeah. Oranges and milk. Like oranges dipped in milk. At the party. Like, like the cookies, just dipping orange slices in milk. <laughs> <laughs> we have conjured a nightmarish picnic. Picnic. Yeah. They'd call the police. I think they would. The police would go, oh, they're more than six people. And they go, no, but just look. Just come and look. It's and they'd say, that, we're not going to yeah. come if you don't tell us there's a problem. you go, just trust me. You need to see what these people are doing <laughs> here in the park. Is it, uh, is it public obscenity? Uh, yes. Yeah. Let's say it is. And yeah. if you disagree, arrest me for wasting police time. And it's the kind of thing that if other prisoners in jail found out that's what you're in for, they would beat you up. You have to go to your own wing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You'd have to go to the nonce wing. <laughs> it's just for nonces and orange milk dippers. That's right. Or- <laughs> OMDs. The pedos and the OMDs, they're all in wing B. We had too many killings in this prison. Oh, man. Even the pedos would start to gang up on you after a while. You did what? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I thought hot wings, <laughs> you try and justify it. You, go, yeah, you just have to live in solitary, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you know that there's a thing, a whole life sentence from the, the home secretary themselves? Uh-huh. So there's a few prisoners in the UK where, you know how like a life sentence in the UK generally means like 30 years, if that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and never you, like you till you... a bunch of paroles. Yeah, paroles never till you're dead. Well. Yeah. There are some prisoners that have that, but the Home Secretary themselves has to personally sign the order saying, you're never fucking coming out. Really? Yeah. So like Rose West. Uh-huh. From Fred and Rose West. Uh-huh. Whole life order. Right. The Home right, Secretary right. stepped in and was like, yeah, you're not fucking, you're not fucking coming out. Mm. Uh, Yorkshire Ripper, people like that. So if you're like properly crazily bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not, and it's not even like all the child murderers get it. It's like some. Right, then yeah. The actual Home Secretary will have to be like, yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm stepping in to make sure that you literally can never come out of prison. I think it's, it gets sued a lot. It gets questioned a lot by like the EU. And... Is, it, is it unique to British law? This? Yeah. Right. It's just the UK where they've gone, we we're going to invent a thing where the Home Secretary can go, but come on. <laughs> this person is never going to be like, and now they run an ice cream shop. Like it's never... Right, right, right. But you as, can't. I suppose it also comes down to how much you trust the parole process. Yeah. Or if people can be reformed. If you are yes. like a psychosexual sadist, that can't be like art therapied out of you. Yeah. Your brain is wrong. And that may be a shame. But and also we, there are people who like, you know... Know, know exactly what to say and how to say it. Like, yeah. I, I know someone who... It's almost as if psychopaths are inherently charming. And A friend of mine, you know, studied psychiatry. Yeah. And they, as like a, a group trip, they went to a prison to talk <laughs> to a bunch of psychopaths. Yes. And she sat down with one and spoke to him. And she was just like, he was the most, like, intelligent, charming man I've ever met. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to stay there and talk to him some more. Yeah. And the next week... He just threw some acid in the face of someone working in the prison. Just went, Pip, tss, just like yeah. acid their face off. Just acid their face off. Yeah. yeah. And so there's a there's a point where it's like, oh, we really can never turn our back on you, can we, Stephen? <laughs> yeah. And so you have to live in this box forever because you're insane, and we're not willing to execute you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's useful to send people to you to scare them 
<laughs> when <laughs> they're studying say. psychiatry. <laughs> yeah. And that's what would happen to you if you dipped oranges in milk. That's what I'm saying. So don't do it, guys. Your, you know now. Your friend would go, and later, of course, I found out he'd been dipping oranges in milk, and it really cast my chat with him in a new light. <laughs> Just like a rookie cop throwing up, rushing out of the room. <laughs> I, I watched a movie last night where they had, I think, three of those. You're kidding. A, a, a guy, um, a policeman running, <laughs> rushing off to vomit. <laughs> It turned out he was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. That's the big reveal. No, we got to stop letting pregnant cops come and see this. It was different. It was different murders. It was um, it was one, it was, uh, one of Bun Jong Ho's early ones. You know, the Parasite director. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, called Memories of Murder. <laughs> it's always funny when like these titles are translated f- from the original. They sound I'm like, sure in Korean it's a better title. They than sound Memories like cheesy soap operas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good film. Um, Even Murder Memories would be a better. Murder memories. But then it's a bit hallmark. Murder memories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, murders aren't like they used to be when I was a boy. But there are a couple of murders and um, numerous times in slow motion, a, a young, a green cop runs off and... <laughs> but then a couple of the bodies aren't even that gross. By the third one, people must just be using it as a way to do a drinking game in the cinema. Yeah. You go, and a sip of your beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good film, though. Recommended. Let's go watch it now. Yes. Well, let's not go watch it now. Let's, we're going to go grab a bite to eat, listeners. Yes, for the first time in ages, we're going to our traditional uh, Xi'an lunch. That's right. Down the road from Pierre's. It's so nice to be back in Holloway. Um, um, did, uh, do you know about, I learned about this recently, the Hol- Holloway brooch? I only, uh, do we, uh, someone mentioned it on Radio 4 the other day. Yes, we must have listened to the same. We were both listening, synchronicity. It was uh, yes. Start the Week. It's like, yes, yeah, Start the Week. It was like a special medal for suffragettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's called the Holloway Brooch. And it's the, the, the gate, what's that gate called? It was like the portcullis of the, the prison. Port, right, the portcullis of the prison. And if you, it was if you were a female suffragette who'd been force-fed or gone mm-hmm. on hunger strike in Holloway Women's Prison. Yeah, you. Then you got this brooch. From yeah, the suffragettes as a sort of medal. designed by Sylvia Pankhurst. Yeah. Who was like a graphic designer artist person. Very good artist, apparently. Um, very cool. Yeah, very cool. I think you can buy them on eBay or whatever. We should start our own Bud Pod brooch. A Bud Pod brooch. People who've, <laughs> I don't know, shat themselves. I don't know yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of contenders for what that brooch would be. Yes, we'll figure it out. Requirements for the brooch. I think it would be the poo emoji holding a gun. <laughs> <laughs> a bullet that is a turd. <laughs> A gun that fires poos. <laughs> we'll discuss it over lunch. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. So the, we're back in person. Yeah, person pod. Um, it's great to be back in person pod. And uh, see you uh, next week. The office lives. Uh, yeah, bye. Keep jacking it. Goji. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.